I'm Joe. And I'm Ryan. And welcome to the Budget Bros Podcast. We've set out to make something different. Our goal is to reinvent the meaning of the word budget and to help you achieve a quality life without feeling like you're really giving anything up. We share our mindset, give you the tips, tricks, and techniques that we use ourselves. We do the legwork and give you the very best of everything we find. Get ready. The podcast starts right now. Episode two, bro. Yeah, man, we've made it. We made it. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that music, man. I love it. I love what you chose there. It's been uh, stuck in my head all day. Not only is it good, man, it, it makes me so excited about the topic that we're talking about today, which is one of my favorites, which is online shopping. You know, online shopping has grown so much in popularity that we might even forget about the days when we went to those brick and mortar stores. Do you remember what it was like when we were kids? Yeah, I think the only place you really could find a deal back in the day was like at a Goodwill or a Savers. Um. <laughs> I don't think I bought a new pair of shoes until I was like 20. Bro, uh, for new shoes, I, I remember my mom would take us to Payless and tell, tell us, you know, you can have anything you want at Payless. And of course, there's at one point where <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal had decided to sponsor his own shoes there. I forgot. I think they were called the, the Dunkmans. <laughs> the dunk, the mans dunk and, mans. I, and I got myself a pair of dunk mans and I loved it, man. But then when I got to school, people were like, are those those Payless shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I remember my brother wanted new shoes so bad. The ones that pumped up and they have the name. Oh, yeah. The ones. Reebok pumps, man. Yeah. The Reebok pumps. Yeah. It was the, you know, pump, pump, pump it up. And he's like, I want these so bad. And so he like worked all summer and he still couldn't afford the pump up shoes, you know, the, the name brand one. So we, he went to pay less. Oh, like, did, oh, did they have the some pumps. knockoff pumps there? And uh, it was basically like just this little button that you'd squish. And I don't think it did a single thing to the shoe. Man, later I had some of those pumps. Uh, and all the pump really <laughs> did. All the pump really you did, though. <laughs> yeah, I did have some pumps. I finally did. I made it in life. I got some pumps. And <laughs> what actually happened, the only thing that happened was the tongue of the shoe would pump up. So nothing else really pumped in the shoe, <laughs> but just the tongue got fatter and, and squeezed yourself into the shoe more. But uh, it was full of air, so you were just like flying on air. Dude, I could dunk now that the top of my shoe was full of air. <laughs> okay, well, back to today's episode. Uh, we've been talking about how so many people are shopping online right now. And unfortunately, this means that we're not always getting the best deal that's possible. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about shopping smarter online, and then we're going to take a look at fake reviews, how to spot these using a great tool that we've found. And finally, if you stick around to the end of today's episode, you will be able to hear our battle of the web browser extensions. Well, I'm looking forward to that, and I think everyone should stick around to the end because they might be surprised at the winner of the battle. It's interesting when we talk about Amazon because we're spending so much time online shopping that it's so easy to get a bad deal because you get used to it, right? You just used to click, oh, that's the thing I buy, click, buy, put it in the cart, check out, or even what Amazon has, which is where you just immediately purchase it at that moment. And just discussing this episode, we both have two products in the last week that our wives purchased. <laughs> Now, we're going to get in trouble for this if they hear this, but our wives purchased without you. there are you... only two listeners, of course, yeah. they're going to hear. Yeah, our two listeners who, after episode one, they had a lot to tell us about how horrible we were. In fact, I believe there was even a list of items. 
Yeah. So anyway, two products just in the last week that if these tips that we're going to share today were used, you would have been able to save some money. It makes you think about when we were kids, when we would go to a store and we would only have like, like I know in my town, we had like one Walmart and it was like a 40 minute drive from our house. And that was our only option. So if it wasn't at Walmart, we didn't get it unless we got it at a secondhand store, like a Goodwill or something like that, which is where I got most of my clothes. Oh, dude, Goodwill. That, that's where all my toys came from. I remember I loved Star Wars action figures. And my mom told me I could get any one bag of action figures that was at that Goodwill. And what they used to do is they take like a bunch of Gennaro action figures, throw them in a plastic grab bag. It was see-through. So you'd run up there and there's like five, ten different ones. And you would look to see which character still had all of his arms or legs. And that's how you base that purchase off of. For 99 cents, I can get five characters. And, you know, maybe this this Lando or Luke is missing his head, but... <laughs> I'm taking it, man. So nowadays, there there's a lot better ways to shop than uh, that grab bag at, at Goodwill. Nowadays, you can find such good deals. Many times I've been to Goodwill and I'll see something, I'll see the price of something and I'm like, what? I could buy that brand new for that price. Of course, we get good deals, so we know how to find that. But Goodwill and, and, play, and, sh- and uh, some of these they stores, savers like this, and- you know, they're interested in turning a profit in some cases, even though they're nonprofit, uh, they're still trying to make money. Yeah, I think you used to get be able to get a lot of good deals at stores like that. But now online shopping is really the best place that we've found to get deals. And what you're getting is new. It has all of its arms, legs, <laughs> and heads. So let's get right into our episode. And we're going to mainly feature Amazon.com today. Why, why is it, though, that we're featuring Amazon.com? Because it is... It is not the only place to buy things online. Why Amazon.com? Honestly, it's, it's the biggest number one recognized online retailer. And I think that part of our episode today is going to tell you how it isn't always the best place to buy online. We're going to start by talking to Joe. You've had a lot of experience with Amazon.com. In fact, you at one time were a seller. What were some of the inside secrets that you learned? Well, if you visit Amazon, you'll see one of those secrets right away. The price that is listed is not always the lowest price for that product. Oftentimes it has to do with shipping. They want to give you the best shipping option first. So for instance, this inflatable pool that my wife purchased, the one that's featured is the one with prime delivery. So they want to focus on that. You're you're sharing your screen with me there. And I see that pool. It's 120 by 72 72 by 22. How many people can you fit in that pool? One and a half? (laughs) Actually, it's a big pool. It's 10 feet. Is it really? Okay. That's um, what 120 inches is. uh, Yeah, we can edit that out that I'm not that good at math, but (laughs) because being good at math is important to budgeting. But uh, looking at that pool there, the picture, it it looks quite small. It looks maybe like a a bathtub size. It's actually a pretty, pretty good sized pool. Very comfortable. Uh, we enjoy it. Oh, that's better. It's better when you show me some of the other pictures. <laughs> Shows, show me some of the other pictures where you have like eight people in there. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue <laughs> on with that poll. Yeah. So so if you look at any product, you're going to see the price. And then below it, you're actually going to see who sells it, how it's sold. And then below that is how many other items they have. So you can click on 
there's an area new from and there's a price and you can click on it and see how many other people are selling that exact same product and for how much money. So Amazon uses an algorithm and so the price you see is not always the best price. So you should always, always, always look at the price from so that you know what best price you can get. Yeah, that's some good advice there. Now, sometimes in that link that you were talking about at the bottom when it talks about other new and used sellers, there's something that I like to use, and that's Amazon warehouse deals. Now, if you're willing to buy something that maybe has been opened before, maybe something where the packaging has been uh, a little damaged, um, you're able to get a good a really good deal on the project. In fact, the microphone that I'm using right now, I found on Amazon warehouse deals. I, I was able to save uh, about uh, 25% by purchasing it uh, in the Amazon warehouse deals. And the only thing that was wrong with it was there, there was a tear or a scratch along the front uh, package. Everything else was perfect inside. You could tell that it had never been open before. So the package is perfect. The product, or sorry, the package is damaged, but the product is perfect. A lot of times. And I've used this, I've used Amazon warehouse deals quite a bit. And uh, I, I really haven't ever had a bad product come from here. I haven't had a product that's been damaged. I think that they do a good job of inspecting their products. And you can tell, they tell you a description every time exactly what's wrong. Sometimes they'll tell you if there's a scratch in the product or the packaging. So you can kind of decide what you want to buy based on that. A lot of times I'll see wherever there is an Amazon warehouse deal on a product, there's like two or three deals usually. It, it seems like a lot of products, uh, a lot of times there's an Amazon warehouse deal. There's several products that you can purchase under that category. I'm taking a look right now on Amazon warehouse. In fact, it was really easy to find. All I did was in this, when you go to search on Amazon, on the left-hand side where it says all, I clicked that, went down a few spaces to Amazon warehouse, and I was able to search my product, which I'm looking for an iPad. I'm actually looking for an iPad mini, the newest one. And it instantly popped up a deal for this iPad, which is normally $399 or $399. And it was $321.08. What a great deal. With Amazon Warehouse, like I said, again, I, I've never had a bad deal. And what's, what's awesome is because it is from Amazon, oftentimes if something's wrong with it, you can still return it. Uh, you can still get your money back. So I think you can shop with confidence at Amazon Warehouse. Now, we want to talk about fake reviews. That's something that's actually become a problem sometimes on Amazon. Uh, there's some products that seem too good to be true. You'll, you'll take a look and, and see that uh, maybe, for instance, you're, you're looking for a pair of headphones. And, and you'll look and you see that there's 5,000 five-star reviews. You buy them, you purchase them, you get them in the mail, and all of a sudden they're a piece of junk. How, how did they get 5,000 five-star reviews? Well, some of these companies are paying for reviews. How do you avoid falling into the trap of buying one of these products? Well, I really like a website called fakespot.com. Any product that you're looking to purchase on Amazon, you just copy and paste the URL into fakespot.com. Then it analyzes the product. It tells you not only how many of the reviews are fake, but it gives you also a grade of the quality of the product. For instance, I pulled up this gaming headset 
It's a PS4 gaming headset. And I copied and pasted. Now, this thing had 19, over 19,000 total reviews. When I put it at fakespot.com, it gave it a grade of a D. There it told, tells you uh, in the analytics on the bottom, Amazon has altered, modified, or removed over 9,468 reviews. It gives you some more details on, on this website. It gives you the best reviews, the worst reviews, but it really helps you to spot what items have been altered. You know, I'm here on this website. It's interesting you talk about this. The, my wife just bought us a inflatable pool for the backyard. Now, we don't have kids. We have a dog. And we bought it for us, just for relaxing in the backyard. She paid $145 for this pool. I plugged the URL in here, and it gave it a grade mm-hmm. C based on 1,356 reviews. But then it also gave the company that sells it a grade mm. D, and they have they have 16 total products. So you can kind of see that uh, this is already a little bit shady. But what I really like about this is that down below it's got the review count history. So I can actually see where just a few months ago they only had 21 reviews. All of a sudden today they have 1,356. Yeah, I, I like the crap that it shows you at the bottom, how all of a sudden it seems like in a, in a week or two they've shot up in the reviews. And, and after you purchased this pool, what happened to you, Joe? Now, why do you just assume that I purchased this pool? <laughs> no, after your wife purchased this pool, what happened to you, Joe? And you got to make sure that she doesn't listen to this episode. Well, I opened up the package and inside had a little card. Hey, fill out this review, send us an email, and we'll send you 20 bucks. So, yeah, that's, that sounds great and wonderful, but that probably means they increased the price by 20 bucks. And, uh, and they're paying for reviews, yeah. Basically paying for reviews. Just It's like a different way of doing it. I know that you're not allowed to technically pay for a five-star review, but you can certainly pander for those reviews. And, you know, it's so interesting when we set this thing up because we set it, it says set it on a soft surface, right? And we have grass. And I, I actually paint my grass, I know, in the summertime when it dies. I'll have to tell you why that's going to be On another episode, painting grass <laughs> and saving money. <laughs> but when I was a kid, we used to have... A inf- it wasn't an inflatable pool. It was one of those pools, those round pools. Those plastic like ones? Super thin. Those little plastic ones? That you s- yeah, that you set up in the backyard, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are awesome. And, you know, it was us three kids or whatever. And I'm telling you what, back in the day, you'd buy a pool like that and it would last. So, so last let me take time. a time out. Let me take a time out there. On our first episode, we talked about how I was a dumpster diver and <laughs> <laughs> you grew up uh, living out of your car. So your parents didn't have a house, but they did have a pool. Okay, so <laughs> this is later on. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I want to get the time. My mother was actually able to find a government program to buy, actually to build a house for our family. We had nothing, yet all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we were able to build this, this house. It was like 1,200 square feet in a beautiful neighborhood. And in the backyard, which we actually had a backyard, which was really cool, uh, we set up this pool, and we used it all summer. And what we didn't think about was that the backyard was a leach field. And if you know what a leach field is, instead of connecting to the main sewer <laughs> to the, the city, when you live in a small town, you have to dig, dig a leach field. And so what happens is when you, you know, your excrement oh. and your, you know, your piddle goes down the toilet and it goes into your backyard 
and then it leaches. It's actually a great system, but when you put plastic over the ground for an entire <laughs> hot summer, and then you peel that back at the end of the summer, the stench from that, <laughs> that will burn your nose hairs. So uh, essentially your backyard was a sewer? Yes. Okay. That's what a leach field is, man. Oh, man. You learn, you learn a lot on this podcast. You never had a leach field in any of your homes? No, man. <laughs> yeah, you're a city slave. Any listeners who had a leech field in their backyards, please let us know at budgetbrospodcast.com. If you've ever had this pool experience, please let us know. So FakeSpot is an awesome resource to use to make sure that you are not being bamboozled. I was looking at the top 10 things that, that have fake reviews on amazon.com. And Joe, do you want to guess what the number one item is? Number one most fake reviewed item on Amazon? Yep. Mm, dog bowls. There's a million dog bowls. There are a million dog bowls. And dude, some people are making some bank off of dog bowls. <laughs> if- I know. I looked online and there was a dog bowl and it was like a, a swirl in it. So it takes your dog longer to eat to help with its digestion. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. We had this dog and he would eat so quickly. That he'd always throw up afterwards. It was an awesome dog, but he would just eat and barf, eat and barf, eat and barf. <laughs> so we and he would eat his barf. He? Oh yeah, he would eat, his, eat barf, eat barf. Yeah, eat his own barf, then barf again. But what was awesome about those swirly, those swirly dog bowls actually work, man. <laughs> they do work. They do work really because he was trying to eat so quickly that it would slow him down enough that he wouldn't barf afterwards. So those actually work. Our dog is exactly the same way she is like ravenous for food it's like the most ridiculous <laughs> thing ever it's the same thing you ate yesterday and we feed her two times a day because if we fed her all at once she'd do exactly what your dog did she'd eat all the food and then she'd throw it up and then she'd like guard it and be like like don't come near my food i'm like that's your puke I actually, I actually house house sitted for you once, and that dog did try to bite me when I went to <laughs> take its bowl away from it. Well, you shouldn't have tried to take her bowl away. <laughs> well, she was getting ready to barf. <laughs> well, Budget Bros anyway, podcast brought to you by Swirly Dog Bowls. Well, anyway, uh, the top. At least she cleans up. After going herself. to the number one faked item on Amazon.com. It's actually headphones. Really. Hmm. Um, not 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 faked item, but fake reviewed item. I think uh, a lot of times these things come from overseas, and people throw a bunch of fake reviews. They pay for them, and then you think you're getting a quality headphone until you until you plug it in and you you realize that it sounds pretty terrible. Like those Skull Candy headphone things, or yeah, it's usually Skull Candy, but uh, it's just slightly misspelled. <laughs> like like there's a letter or two off. I, I remember I had a friend who had lived overseas for a little bit. And he came back to the States and he had some uh, shoes and they were called Rio Becks. <laughs> <laughs> the Reebok sign was actually flipped over and slightly. So the Skull Candy headphones is like SK with two, two dots over the U, L. <laughs> yeah. So you might not be able to rely on the 40,000 five-star reviews on those headphones. Mm-hmm. And I've bought a lot of headphones online too, so that's good to know. Number two 
is phone cases and screen protectors. I buy a lot of screen protectors, actually. I For some reason, they, they don't protect my screen. Uh, <laughs> number three, smartwatches. Then number four, phone charger cables. Now, I recently bought a phone charging cable, and it was terrible. I, it could have created a fire hazard at my house. I'm not sure. So what's interesting is this top four all have to do with cell phones. And I used to spend so many hours reading reviews, and now it's tough because you're not exactly sure what to believe. This is a really important point to talk about because when you think about why you read reviews is because you want to buy a product that is good and that lasts. And so if you have those reviews that are actually good in line with some of these other things. Yeah, fakespot.com. It's amazing. <laughs> fakespot.com. <laughs> so uh, I recommend using Fakespot. It's a great way to shop smarter. Now, at the beginning of this podcast, we mentioned that we were going to have a battle of the website browsers. Dun, dun, dun. So in wow. this corner, we have Joe's browser. Joe, tell us about your browser. Well, my browser extension is Honey. Honey is a browser extension that you've probably heard of because they advertise it like... Like crazy, man. Right. Every, like, every single podcast I listen to, this podcast is brought to you by Honey. Except for ours, we are not getting paid. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? It's like so many uh, YouTubers and podcasts, they're, they're like, this is so great. They probably don't even really know the ins and outs of it. But again, we spend the time to go through these things so you don't have to. And I'm not a fan of Honey. Uh, I'm just going to let you know. I'm, I'm not, it's not my favorite, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Come on, it goes great on toast. It's good for you. It comes from bees. It's wonderful. So this Honey uh, browser extension, and it connects within websites that you buy things online at, like Amazon. And so, for instance, I'm looking at my Amazon page of this inflatable pool that my wife purchased. And she paid an extremely large amount of money for this pool, and we're going to get into that in a second. But And this will be the last episode that you ever hear from <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I'll be on the couch for a while. I'll have plenty of time to record podcasts. Or sleeping in the pool. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going <gonna> to sleep, <laughs> <I'm gonna> sleep <laughs> in the inflatable pool that my wife overpaid for. So what's cool about this is you see it within the page of Amazon. So I'm looking at this picture of the pool, and you hover over it, and it gives you a drop-down menu to add it to your drop list. Well, what does that mean? If the price drops a certain percentage, you get notified. And you can change that. You know, you can... Have it uh, notify you with you notify you within sixty days, thirty days, whatever, and you can have it notify you also at what price drop in percentages it goes down. So right now it's automatically set up at sixty days and five percent. So it's a good way to continue to see if that item drops in price in the future. You don't have to necessarily buy it now. It kind of sets up a price alert. Exactly. So if there's okay. a product that you want to buy that you can wait any length of time for. You want to add it to your drop list, wait okay. for that price to go down, and then make that purchase when the price is lower. The second thing that shows up on the website is price changes. And so you hover over that on within, again, the product you're looking at, and click View Price History. First of all, it tells you on Amazon's website whether it's a good time to buy. If it thinks it's a good time to buy, it'll tell you. If it doesn't, it'll say that. It kind of takes the guesswork out of that. Okay. But you can see the price history up to 120 days ago to see if you're getting the best price over time. So for instance, dun, 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 this pool <laughs> uh -huh. sells 
and sold for $145.99. And that's and that's what you bought it for. That's how much my wife bought it for. So tell me the price history. You can look back in time and see if you are going to cry tears of regret. And those tears uh, will be flowing for days and weeks because I hate, hate, hate losing money. Uh, but if I look back just three months, this exact mm-hmm. same pool sold for $69.98. Oof. I don't want to talk about it. So what would be the advantage of being able to look back in time to see that you greatly overpaid for that little pool? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing about certain products. They're cyclical. You know, most people don't buy an inflatable pool in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. But if you know you're going to need one for the summer, you add it to your drop list. And when wintertime hits, it's going to drastically change in price. And you're going to be able to nab it at that much better price. Yeah, it's important to buy products at different times in the year, uh, especially for outdoor products. I, I know that a lot of times when I'm searching for outdoor fur- furniture, you can find it next to nothing if you buy it at the right time. Uh, continue on in trying to sell us on this Honey browser. Is, is there anything else that you really like about it? So when you, when you actually click into Honey, it automatically signs you on. And you click on Feed, and it will tell you certain things that are available for you to purchase that are good deals. And so I'm looking right now, and I'm looking at... Uh, they have the 9-ounce 12-pack of rose gold disposable plastic tumblers which is marked down from $11.99 to $5.59. So if I was in the market for a 12-pack of 9-ounce gold, rose gold, rose, rose tumblers. plastic tumblers, I would mm-hmm. think that's a good, good buy. Yeah, that's, that's like 50% off uh, those tumblers that nobody really ever needs. <laughs> now, the final thing about this website or about this browser uh, is that I wanted to mention is it works with multiple sites. It works with Best Buy, Macy's, I used it on a, on a website called Zorro, and they're adding new websites all the time. So when you go to those websites, what it's automatically going to do, and I know you've experienced this, Ryan, where you go to checkout, and it says, it has a blank space, and it says, please fill in a promo code. Yeah, I called that promo code anxiety. How many times have you gone on there, you're about to check out, and you say, wait a second. There's a promo code out there on the internet somewhere. I got to find this. And he starts searching forever. So that is cool that Honey does automatic. Does it automatically? Yeah. So when you go to checkout and it shows promo code, it'll say, hey, do you want us to try some promo codes and see how Mm -hmm. much of a discount you can get? There's one more thing about Honey Extension Browser that you had put in our notes here. Tell us about Honey Gold. Okay, so Honey Gold is... You know I wasn't going to let you off the hook on this one. Yeah. Honey Gold is, I think, the thing that they're trying to use to differentiate themselves. And I've never, you know, I've seen this type of thing before, and it's never, I've never had a lot of success with it. Basically, certain websites will give you the opportunity to earn Honey Gold by shopping on their website. So it'd be like a certain percentage of the purchase that you make, and then you can go to Honey's website and convert it to a gift card. Now... They do have an opportunity where you can share Honey with an, with a friend or family member, and if they use it and they sign up for it, then you get 500 of these Honey Gold points that you can use to get a gift card. So 500 Honey Gold points. If I share with two friends, what do I get? About, you'll get 1,000 gold. Okay, 1,000 Honey you'll get, Gold. You'll get a $10 gift card. 
Ooh. So honey is the new pyramid scheme of the internet. They don't call them pyramid schemes anymore. Multi-level marketing scheme. Triangle opportunities. Triangle. I think there was an office just about that. I think uh, he drew out the picture and then took a step back and <laughs> wait a second. Yeah. So, okay. So now I have said everything I can about honey and I use honey in my coffee every day. Oh, really? But there's another browser extension that exists out there. And will it be crowned the champion? Please, Ryan, take us through your browser extension. Well, I'm pretty confident in the browser extension that I'm using. It's called Wikibuy. So what Wikibuy is, it's a community of about 3 million Wikibuyers. It uses information from all of these buyers to help you find the best price automatically on a website. So after you install the browser extension, you could go to Amazon and I'll give you an example uh, of how I'm using it right now. Just this last week, my wife uh, went on Amazon.com. Most of the time you can get the best price there, but she, she quickly ordered uh, one of these supplements we take. It's a natural vitality calm. It's a magnesium supplement, um, helps, you, helps you sleep. Uh, she ordered the flavor that she liked, the only one in stock, which was uh, $42. And when we got it shipped in the mail, it actually came with a Walmart shipping label. So what that seller had done is it found a better price at Walmart and drop shipped it to us from there. But when I did a quick search, Walmart.com had this product for around $25, So You got bamboozled. Oh, dude, it, kill, it kills me inside. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as much as we try to save money, we're trying to let you learn from some Sometimes we, uh, you know, a lot of times we make mistakes, but uh, we're trying to teach you ways to avoid these things. At that time, what had happened uh, was that the prime, the cheapest prime seller had run out. So then it went up to that price. People are just waiting for products to run out so that the only price that Amazon shoppers see is that crazy price increase. So if you had that Wikibuy browser extension enabled, you would see there that it would have checked the internet from a bunch of different sellers to tell you that you were not getting the best price. In fact, it would show you that walmart.com had a much better price than that product. It would say it right there below. And if you click on that little link, it will also tell you a lot of analytics. It will tell you about the best price, uh, the price history, just like um, Honeywood. But it would also tell you about products that were similar to this one that you could get for a better price. So now I've gone in and I've downloaded this browser, okay, as we were talking, and it's now part of my Google Chrome thing here, and I notice that it puts things in different spots. So it's right under the price now. I see best price and I see view watch list. And, and so what I did was I clicked on best price, view alternative products, okay? That, that's, it comes up with the drop menu when there's a best price. and when I look at this pool, pulls it up on Wikibuy, says all the things you said. And for this, and what I think a lot of people don't realize is there's so many products on Amazon where it's maybe one type of product. Like for instance, this is an inflatable pool. There's a company in China somewhere that's making inflatable pools and they're selling them to hundreds of different sellers. They just rebranded a different way. So you're actually getting the exact same product, but 
this person is selling it for 158.55 and if i scroll down in wikibuy i'm just noticing here I, i'm kind of spitballing here this exact same pool i'm looking at it right now it looks exactly the same it's just got a different brand name on it is selling for $58.07 so it's the exact same product yep <laughs> that's right that's a huge price difference but no if you really think about like how much you make like say you make $20 an hour and you save $100, it's like making an extra five hours worth of work. It's totally worth it. And then you multiply it by all the, th the money you're going to save by using some of these really easy-to-use tools. That can really add up. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. When you sign up for Wikibuy, it asks you um, initially how many products you think you purchase online a month. And I, and I, I chose about 25 products, and it said how much they estimate Wikibuy would help you save just by using that web extension browser. I think it was over uh, $1,500. I don't know the number exactly. But, you know, we're just trying to let people know of some of these tools that are out there. It really takes just a minute to install this web browser. It's safe. There's nothing you have to worry about. It and what I like about this is is you're starting with Amazon because that's where everybody else starts. Let's let's just be real. You start on Amazon. But by using some of these tools, they'll just direct you to the right website to find the very best price on the product you're gonna buy anyways. Yeah, in the beginning I I used to always get the best deal on Amazon, it, it felt like. But nowadays, that isn't always the case. You know, I, I find myself using Amazon less and less. Uh, I, I like to shop around now, and that's what the Wikibuy will, will help you do. So now, after we've put these two browser extensions up against each other, which one do you think is the best? I really don't think it's a contest. I think that and as I'm looking more and more at Wikibuy, it does everything Honey does and more. And so I have to relinquish the crown. I know Honey is probably the more popular, but it seems like they're spending all their resources on just advertising what it is. <laughs> and I have to say that Wikibuy is the better browser extension. And, you know, just as we were talking, I went to Home Depot. I added something to my cart. And because I had this browser extension, I noticed that Wikibuy actually did the exact same thing as Honey and searched for promo codes. Well, there you go, folks. It's no contest. <laughs> so the clear winner is Wikibuy. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored by Wikibuy. These things change all the time. You know, Honey Browser was the best a couple months ago. And I'm sure there will be something new coming up in the future. So what we want to do is, is ask anybody listening out there, uh, maybe our four family members <laughs> and maybe one of their friends. My dog. <laughs> the dog that throws up a lot. <laughs> um, if they want to, uh, go ahead and send us an email at, uh, and this is your part, Joe, because you always nail this. Go to our website, budgetbrospodcast.com, or send us an email at budgetbrospodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let's go ahead and give them a quick preview, Joe, of what we're working on for our next episode. We're working on a recurring series of episodes about the biggest expense in your budget. So we're talking about housing, rent versus buy, 
fixer-uppers, everything mortgage. And the first in this series is a topic that's really picking up steam, tiny houses. Should you buy one? What is it actually like living in a tiny house? Could this be the best or the worst financial decision that you make? We have some amazing interviews lined up in these episodes, so you're not going to want to miss a single one in this series. So that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed our episode. We'd love to get your feedback on our website, budgetbrospodcast.com, or send us an email, budgetbrospodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you in seven days. Take care.